Hello, and welcome to Destigmatize. My name is Adam Cavillan. I'm here with my friend, JJ Maley. Hi, JJ. Hi. How's it going? You know, it's going. Life is, um, life is kooky. It is kooky. I I don't, I, yeah, that's all I know how to explain it. Um, I'm glad, like, the holidays are past a little bit, but, um, here we are. Yeah, I think kooky is a good word. I don't. I feel like everyone knows what you mean when you say kooky. <laughs> yeah. Right? It doesn't have like the connotations of some things, I think. But actually, I feel like I should make sure of that because I don't actually know. Maybe. We can figure that out later. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'd love to just hear about your first experiences, either learning about mental health or dealing with um, some type of mental health issue on your own, really, wherever feels good for you to start. So like in second grade, I, I remember starting to go to this like healing person where I like played games with her a lot. Um, and I, I mentioned briefly to my to my parents something about like having gone to therapy and in second grade and I think that they were like I don't know about that and I was like no it was in this area um and they were like oh yeah um like she was called the something lady actually I think and it might have been the feelings lady we were figuring out and it was because I kept going to um the nurse with like bad stomach aches every day and like didn't really know what was up and think now maybe no, it was like anxiety, but I just felt like really, and it was like purely, phys- I mean, now I'm like purely physical, but I don't know. I don't actually totally remember, but I felt so sick all the time. Um, but all I can remember of it now is like the games part, but I'm sure that was just like a tool she used. But that's, that's my first memories, the something lady. So you would go to her when you were like, you had a stomach ache or something? Like it was like something physical? No, so I went, I went to the nurse a lot during school. And then I think I started because of that maybe. Oh, gotcha. Okay. People who I knew in, in the town. I did, I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember how it happened because um, I was so young. And I don't think I really understood like what I was doing. Um, but I do remember like getting some sort of help for how I was like dealing with how I felt. Maybe it was recommended once I started going so frequently to the nurse. Right. So it it sounds like it was maybe just like a a child therapist and it was just someone for you to like go and talk to. Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. And so, I mean, at the time you, you obviously didn't like recognize that as a mental health issue right right I don't I don't think so no so how did that like when did you start realizing like that was something that you struggled with or like how did that change over time I definitely knew once I started seeing someone um like regularly in fifth grade um who was like a little more serious and like clinical about it um I don't remember if I started taking medicine at that point I either started taking medicine in like fifth grade or like seventh grade four older I I it's kind of a blur to me because I started 
I mean, luckily in, in so many ways. Um, and, and, but it's also something that's been really hard for me at the same time and really frustrating for me um, is that like I started so young receiving help, which is so fortunate because I feel like they're able to communicate and discuss uh, my battles and struggles with mental health. Um, and like to just be someone who can like communicate pretty well with others because of that and like can communicate feelings because I've been so taught to um, like for so many years. But it's also when I'm having a hard time, like can kind of like re, uh, re I don't know, can kind of like double down how, how hard I'm, how hard of a time I'm having because I feel like I often, I'm like, I have been working on this for, I don't know, what is fifth grade? Like, what are you like, 11, 12? I don't know. I feel like I've been working on this for like 15 years and I still feel this way and it still comes back all the time. And like, when I actually look at it, I can see so much progress, but it, it would, it feels when I'm down, I can't see that really. And so I'll feel like so disheartened by it. So that, and, and versus being like, Oh, it's like, oh, it's something that I'll just like easily, not easily, or like, oh, there's something you can try that you've never tried before or something like that. Sorry, that was a tangent from what you said. But no. I, I think that it's both like such a lucky thing and uh, something that, yeah, that I struggle with a lot because I feel like uh, my, my inner demons will be like, yeah, you've tried that, you know. So. Yeah, I think that a lot of people like struggling with mental health issues would resonate with that. It can feel, I mean, I think you bring up the feeling of hopelessness. That's, that's what I felt, at least, because I, I know I've, I've also been struggling with mental health issues uh, since like seventh grade. And it feels like it's like, I think there's this, this, this idea that there is going to be like a solution to your problem. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No, keep going. I would like to hear the rest of that. That just resonates, but I, w I want to hear that. No, hear I, I want you to follow your thoughts. Go ahead. No, the, I, I just did that. Yeah, I feel like I keep waiting for it to be like such a significant amount easier you know, I'm like, I'm like, where's that? And, um, you know, that that exists. And then like, I'm like, oh, well then, you know, which <laughs> that, that sucks. Um, so that is cheery, but <laughs> that's how I, you know, that's how I deal with it. I'm like, haha, funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is like how I cope, I guess, which is, you know, I'm sure my therapist would be thrilled with that. She's like, you're doing it. Um, but, um, I, yeah, but there's also this thing to be said that, like, I started that young, but it takes so long to, like, find, um, like, the people that you click with in your, like, in therapy, which, like, you feel like you can be totally honest with. And then there's so many, there's so many different layers to it, too. Oh yes, yes. That's a whole separate thing. Yeah. I think that there I do think that there needs to be a shift and I mean I I'm guilty of it just like the like the being cured mindset 
Like that is definitely not a, uh, I don't think it's a constructive way to approach mental health because like anytime you set yourself up for an expectation, you know, within yourself and like you fail to meet that on, on some level, there's, which happens quite a bit, like you're gonna, it's going to negatively impact you. And I think that's like something I've just been learning by having conversations with people is like, I think it just, just like the idea of like managing it and like taking it day by day and not, obviously everyone's trying to get better and feel better, but the idea that like you're gonna be cured at some point, I think is ultimately harmful. Yeah. And I've been thinking about the like, what what is like feeling feeling better or like the idea of like being like I think what a lot of people tell you where like when you're feeling especially down which is like definitely positive but is the like I know you're gonna feel better and then like I guess my brain always goes to like yeah but then I know I'm gonna feel worse again at a different point which is also just like yeah that's that's life like you're, you're not wrong <laughs> when I feel that way. And that that's also like, yeah, both can be true. And also then you know you're also gonna feel better. Like knowing that that's true also means knowing that like you're also gonna feel some moments better. Yeah. Like broad streak, streaking, is that the right word? The broad streaking category? Stro- strokes, broad strokes. I don't know. I don't know, neither feel right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> feel oddly wrong it's i guess it's just the like overarching that feels better idea that i like, like that thank you so much the overarching idea that like um i don't know i lost it but that that i don't know i i think that for so long i was like i'm a person who feels i mean this is just a general therapy thing but like who, who feels who's been feeling down and it's like that, it's just an overall, you know, an overall grouping of moments versus individualizing moments. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a huge concept of just like identifying your, like with your, whatever it is, depression, anxiety, like that just becoming who you are and like perceiving yourself that way. Yeah, that's, that can be really intense. And uh I, I mean, I, I do that. I think of myself as someone who is depressed. I don't know how helpful that is, but. Yeah. So what, like, what have you experienced? Um, what have you gone through? Um, say, say more in that way. Like, yeah, just like, what have your mental health struggles been? Oh, um, like, I mean, I feel like I've like run the camera I uh, I've struggled with um, depression and anxiety and um, OCD uh, and like I feel like they all so many of them overlap. Where like I I'm like tads of, of other things, I guess in some ways, but that like really drive from those three core like things, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like that um, those can like. I guess I don't know I'm not a doctor but I feel like those can uh really like influence me picking up on behaviors of other types I think if that makes sense rather than like a diagnosis necessarily or 
I like have been diagnosed with other things, but like they haven't been the focus of my treatment because really like the I've been rooted in and that those sort of I don't know ideas. Um right. my struggle for so long, which was which is always interesting because like I still definitely deal with it, but growing up, um O C D was so huge for me and now I I definitely deal with but like that's I always am like I've made no progress and like I have made ginormous progress in in my struggle and OCD and not really in the others I mean but like those influence each other so I guess I I have it just feels harder to see but yeah that one feels like much easier for me to see because so much of it like was visual to me so I can, it feels so much more tangible to be like, well, I don't do that, that physical thing anymore. So I think even though the other ones probably have made just as much progress, I can't like point to things in the same way. So I feel like maybe I'm just like too monotone about it. That makes a lot of sense. What were those things? Like how did your OCD manifest? Oh boy. Um, I, I mean, like, needing to say things certain way to people. I just had, like, really intensive patterns about how I go to bed, how I would walk. Um, like, when I was leaving the house for, like, lights and such, that was particularly hard. But, like, getting – I just had such intensive, like – like, it was just, like, things that strung together that made leaving my house take, like, hours, which now is just, like, not a thing for me, which is wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. School, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, was a, yeah, it was a real struggle. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's something I, like, forget to also, like, acknowledge a lot for myself. What were some of the things that helped you overcome those behaviors? Exposure therapy, which is so hard. So anyone doing that, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sending you love. Um, it's so hard, but it's it was so helpful for me. Um, working with working in, I mean, a combination of therapy and medication and um, also like for myself, I was so competitive um about like i had like a list with my therapist of like tasks to get rid of and it would be like we're gonna get rid of like this many this week and narrow it down and it'd be like i got it i was like <laughs> i like became like really oddly like okay i have to not do five of them and i was like would be like really embarrassed if i like couldn't not do five at like the next meeting so i like i hit it every time because i was like gotta i gotta get five like i was so um, structured, which was like probably in some ways part of the OCD in some ways, but I think that like I worked with people who uh, were so probably so from like aware of my own OCD that they like tapped into that to help to help it. Maybe I don't know. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not totally sure i think also like access to, to mental health resources was probably i mean like that's probably the biggest 
thing of everything. I should have said that first. I had access to help, which is the most fortunate thing. Yeah, that is kind of level one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really resistant to medicine for so long. Um, and I think, like, I still really struggle with that in general, and it's something I have to keep myself on. But um, I was so resistant to any sort of medication, and I... It, um, it took me having uh, like a hospitalization to have to um, like they were like you can't leave until that's your regimen and so after that I was uh, I was so determined to leave that I <laughs> I absolutely hated it and I was under 18 so I had no uh, like say in going or leaving so I I started taking medicine <laughs> I was like gotta get out of here could you talk a little bit more about uh, why you were hospitalized yeah um, I mean a lot of it has to do with my OCD but I was so unhappy that um, I was really suicidal so I mean that suicide uh, suicidal ideation and attempt and love Mm -hmm. you know that whole thing not feeling you know doing my thing where I'm like you know not wanting to live is was my um I mean basically that but I think like because of so much uh because I feel like it was like because of anxiety and OCD and I mean it was a lot of it was like hopelessness and I definitely had depression but so much of it was like because I felt just I mean that's I mean that's what it is, but I just felt so st- stuck in that. I was like, there's, I just, I can't do a day. Um, I'm spending hours. I just didn't feel like I was living a life at all because I couldn't get to the things I wanted to do. I was missing so much school because I was waking up so early to try to do um, like these hours of rituals. Uh, so, yeah. Has that feeling of hopelessness i mean i hope i hope it has subsided over time and was that connected with your ocd um it has subsided it comes in waves when i go through uh like uh any big life changes or just like the less i mean i would say it it goes hand in hand with like the less control i feel i have in general the more that is there. Um, Like, I mean, this time in the world has been really hard with that in a lot of ways. I feel like the amount of skills I've learned from going through this in the past, like every time I've gone through it, it has made the following time easier. I've done like a lot of DBT programs or trainings and that has made uh, like every time there's a new thing so much easier, but I went through I was already going through a very hard time and then I had it. I mean, my major life change coming to New York was another time and that was really rough or like when I knew I was leaving for school was another time and leaving from school, going, going to school, leaving school was another time. Uh, I had like a major life transition when I had been living with someone and uh, like I had already been feeling pretty miserable before that and was in a switch of medicine at the time and then had some, you know, for privacy of other people, but had some complications and that person 
leaving and felt uh, like pretty betrayed in that situation. And then I think just like feeling, I felt so out of control in that time that I uh, also went, I went into a partial program at that point a couple of years ago and that sort of reset again. And it was, it was just like times when I've been like, I need more help, but it's since then always been like, I've wanted to get more help, which like, it doesn't always, it doesn't start there, but um, it's always been like, I've been like, I don't want to feel this again. And I want to go access more help. Sort of. Does that make sense? Cause I, I mean, yeah. I've been over 18 since that one time. So. Yeah. What, what do you think it is about the, uh, like the changes? Cause I think that's a common thing and, you know, people experiencing like mental health flare ups when they're going through big life changes. But I'm curious, what do you think it is about those changes for you that stirs things up? I think it's partially that it, that I get like having some of the same feelings and I get scared that I'm like, I know what this has felt like and that looks so horrible and I don't want to experience that again. And then that makes me that it's sort of the like, how could I be experiencing this again with all the work I've done sort of spiral. That's like partially part of it. That's like, yeah, I know I can survive this, but I don't want to. I also know you're so aware of how much work that took that you're like, yeah, I know. But like, it's so, um, when my friends call it, like when, when I'm talking to them about how I'm doing, like I'm doing the yes, but when like they are helping talk me through something, they're like, yeah, you're, you're, you're yes, biting me when like, you know, they're telling me really like spot on things, but I'm just like, not, I'm not hearing it at all. Um, even though they're like spot, they're spot on, <laughs> but like, because I don't really want, I'm not, I don't want to hear it at the time. And like that it's, it's true. Um, and it's I that I don't want to, this is me personally, this is not everyone. Me personally, I don't want to, but also like, I know I can't, but I also know part of it is I don't want to. Like for me, it's both. Um, I don't, because I don't want to go through having to do that painful hard work again at that moment when it feels so impossible. And it's like, I know I'm going to do that work again. And I know that that means give it X amount of time or I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Which is like, oh, it's just, it will feel like, it feels like the loads are so much, so low sometimes. But it, it is really true for me when I can be not in them. They're, they're always, they've never, each one has never been as bad as it was before I got help. It's not, and I'm being honest. Um, my friends are going to use that against me later. <laughs> but Good. I'm glad it's, it's recorded. <laughs> recorded now. Um, it's never, it's never as bad as it um, has been. It like feels like it is, but it's, it's not linear, but it's like, it's totally gone up. Like, absolutely it has. And um, I think that, I, I think that it will for most people are just like, our new feeling of bottom is going up, but it still feels like bottom. This is new bottom. Yes. New bottom, you know? A memoir. <laughs> 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 I did, you mean. 
my new bottom. <laughs> Honestly, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's really interesting. Um, for me, I think it's like every time I go, I have like a low point. It feels like diff, like totally different. Like it's the same type of thing, but it also is like a hundred percent different in some ways. Okay. Wait, I want to hear more about that. Because yeah, tell me more. Yeah. So I, I experience like pretty bad depression and every time I, and I guess I, I think I have like one or two really bad, like can't function instances of depression per year. Maybe depends. It's been kind of worse recently with everything going on, but I don't know. There's just like something about it. Like it's really hard to verbalize now that, I'm being asked this question, but just something about the episode feels different. Like, it's not like the level of intensity necessarily. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's the thoughts that are occurring or some, I don't know. But I think like that idea kind of lends itself to, uh, you know, it's like, it almost doesn't matter. It's not like a specific situation. You know, it's like how you react to situations and it just like being that depressed, like your mind takes on the color of the issue in the worst way possible. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was going to ask, like, do you do anything, um, when you're not feeling down or, or any of your, or any other symptoms, like do you do anything to maintain uh, good mental health or like try to keep yourself away from certain things? Um, I mean, I, I really, I'm, this has been so hard now because I like seeing people is my, I've spent so much time learning like what helps me and it's just like being around people. So this has been, not my least favorite year um but i'm actually it's actually been really good for me because this is like my my absolute nightmare of a year i mean obviously as it is for i'm i don't know i don't know anyone who's driving but like honestly kudos i guess if you are um but <laughs> not an original thought that i just shared but like I, cool um but i think like this this is being as alone as I have been is like an, a hell I never thought I could go through. And I now I'm like, I can do anything. Like, I do feel like this time I like don't know how I'm going to keep getting through it until the end. But I also, and I'm like, when will it end? But I do feel like it will really help me later, if that makes sense. Like, as someone who's so extroverted, um, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna thrive someday, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know if that someday exists. Um, but uh, so seeing people, um, I really like seeing theater. That's been really fun in this time that I can't do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like trying to. I mean, I've been making myself like keep up with talking to people. Um, it's hard that like I feel like I'm someone who who needs like to do that, to keep doing that over FaceTime or like texting people to do that. And it can feel like, like I, I have to 
be the one to continue to do that because for a lot of people it feels easier to just like not I think in a lot of ways or to do it less so because it's so um it does feel draining after and I like absolutely get that uh and agree I just am like for me it feels worse to not so I feel like I have to keep up on that with people for it to happen so then I'm like in all my friendships I'm usually like hey wanna wanna do a zoom and then they're like I guess like and, um, and I'm like what's up and we're both like nothing <laughs> and um but you know you try um but what else I mean I I, I sit I sit in my bath mm, that's a good one um, I'm trying to really learn what I'm doing better to not like stop my medicine when I'm doing well. That's been a big one. Um, to not stop like healthy like eating habits or like you know like I I feel like I like put a lot of focus on like things that will make me feel good when I'm not doing so hot. But then like once I start to do well, I like just let it all go and then i would just end up in the same place i'm like i don't i haven't totally figured out that part yet but i i have a little i mean i have a dog and that's a huge difference for me to have like some sort of living animal because it also makes me go outside and yeah that's a that's a difference maker yeah you have that's, that too. that's huge honestly um wow <laughs> I mean, I think when I was alone for a month, like just having something like I, I think I would probably talk to myself anyway, but like just having a living creature around <laughs> made it somewhat yeah. feel somewhat better. I also got like, I also had, I got a lot of like, not a lot, but a couple of like trans things in my apartment that I feel like I needed. I had nothing, especially during this time. And I like, I don't know. I felt like I've had to learn to start to like, like celebrate my own transness and that's that's been even that's not directly mental health but I um it affects my mental health a lot to try to figure out my own ways of like celebrating that because I feel like I went so many years of it not being celebrated so yeah that, that's amazing I no, I think that's like a really a really really important thing because it is deeply connected to mental health. I mean, like everything that we are socialized to believe and think and how that interacts with like what feels right mm -hmm. and how those two things like clash, that is a huge, huge part of mental health. And gender is like the biggest thing there, I think. One of the biggest things I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, and that, it's it's weird to feel like you lost a lot of years in some ways, or like you're, I don't know. I feel like I lost, lost years is weird, and that's maybe not what I mean, but like, I feel like I deal with a lot of mental health things from feeling like really unseen in ways that I didn't understand why I felt a lot of like self-worth things that I had no idea why I was like because growing up I was so like a 
afraid of being unloved and had no understanding of why or like felt like I wasn't loved in ways that like there was no reason to when that I was love was being like very much expressed to me um but I was like you don't love me though kind of and I it's only like now that I'm like oh I felt like they just didn't see me I guess and like because like oh because I didn't understand any of it like how could they but like, it, I mean super complicated but um I, yeah, so it's like that whole like inner child working that I'm just learning about. Like, how do you take care of your like childhood self that like wasn't loved in the way that you were not seen as, that you identify as? I don't know. Oh, that's, that all resonates <laughs> so much. Um, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah there's i mean there's a lot there um just like being trans and being seen and i mean i i use that language all the time like being seen like that um and it's kind of like hard to like i don't fully even know what that means when i say it sometimes but like it's just like a feeling right yeah i yeah, I don't, it totally is, and, like, you know when it was an ex, yeah, yeah, it is totally a feeling, and you know, like, there's, there's, like, this, like, this, like, look when even, like, people, like, are, like, oh, okay, with, like, pronouns or stuff or whatever, when you, like, people, I don't think people understand, like, how um, aware we are of how like that how much your face is is telling us about how you feel about our gender identity <laughs> like people give off a lot more information than I think they think that um personally I get affected by that I'm trying not to because it shouldn't matter but like I think um there's like you can tell when you're not being seen and it stinks um and how do you learn to not to be in spaces just where you are or to not need it when like that's such an essential part of life but also how do you how is how do you compensate for so much of the general population not seeing you it's like and how do you have therapists who are equipped for like those giant things which is a, a big job question i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know either and i think a lot about like the work that like we need to do like on our like what we do for ourselves to be seen and it's like that responsibility is all of a sudden put on us to try to figure out the right way right and like and I mean, I I personally like like breathing pretty androgynous um, and like masking like is helpful for my identity, but like some like which is helpful in some ways, but also like frustrating in some ways because that's not how I always want to be. But like so many people who are non-binary and trans like don't I mean, like don't feel that way, and so that's even 
more difficult, I feel like, in a lot of ways, because I do feel like I owe people, I do feel like other people feel like I owe them androgyny, and like, a lot of times that feels good to me, so I, it doesn't bother me as much, but I still feel bothered that I do, but I'm like, okay, well, get over it, because that's usually what you like, <laughs> but like, um, that stinks so much, because there's, that's not everyone's cup of tea, though. Yeah. Are there, are there certain things that like, like signifiers that are like, Oh, I feel seen by this person or like that makes you feel comfortable. Is it, I know it's like very kind of like intuition and feeling based, but I'm wondering if there's like anything that you can verbalize um, that feels good for you. I mean, just like, I'm uh, like people who just, I, if you haven't met them, people who ask pronouns, off the bat like that if I if I meet someone and they ask me my pronoun right away I'm gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna like sit by you like I feel that feels so much better to me than anything else um so like that will make me feel pretty comfortable if I have a zoom thing like people having their pronouns in their name which is really easy to do um which is like that doesn't mean that I necessarily am like I feel really seen by them, but like it's really it's really simple things like that are like I won't even feel seen, but I'll feel a tiny bit like safer around people that are like just so easy. I yeah. I think and like maybe they're not, but I I feel like they're easy. I don't know, like having your bio, having your um, pronouns in your bio or email. Um, I mean, I'm thinking of things that are all like digital right now because I like don't see people. But I, yeah, I think like not using gendered language. Um, I think it's, you know, like one thing that I really like is this has been something I thought about a, a lot, but like I really like wearing, like I feel best when I wear like, if I have to be dressed up, like in like, like more of a like suity outfit and then like makeup on my face. But then that's like when I feel best. But then um, when I like don't do, like when I wear makeup, I get a lot more like, you look so good. And then when I don't, I like really don't. I mean, like I don't, I sometimes do, but I don't get a lot of like, and sometimes I choose to like wear a studio outfit and not makeup or like, you know, whatever. And it's, it's I, I like have started to think a lot about like, do I feel better in makeup because I, more people compliment me when I wear makeup or do I actually like wearing makeup? And I don't, I don't know the answer one <laughs> or, and also, um, are people, even if I feel better, are people seeing me less because they're seeing a uh, gender I don't identify with more? Uh, that's been something I think about a lot. <laughs> Those are like the most complicated questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's so hard to separate that stuff. And it's like not anything to do. It's like all just what standards have been set. And I think it can be helpful to like, as much as possible, try to distance yourself from like, societal expectations and standards of beauty and 
I and even though like that is definitely very very much a part of gender expression, it doesn't have to be, but it 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 can be for a lot of people, and that's like totally fine. Yeah. Um, it just I also think can get like very complicated in terms of if it's if it's something you're struggling with, like knowing who you're doing it for. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like um, so many things I do are like for cis people, which is like, uh, like why? Yeah. That was a question I was really worried about um, with uh, going by JJ also. Because for so long, I really wanted to go by JJ. And I was like, am I changing that? Because I, that name in particular feels really exciting to me. I was already going by JJ, but I was also going by another name. And I was like, I am I going by that because that name alone feels better to me or because there are less assumptions with JJ. And I, I feel a lot better being called JJ, I think, but I do think I started to go by only JJ because I was getting the tiniest bit less of assumption with JJ, which is fun. But I, I, but, um, or that I was like, like also like signaling, like remember that this is a thing like stop using pronouns that I don't use. Um, so like people who have been told that like a lot, you know, or something like that. Um, but yeah, but I, I haven't like legally changed that because I also like don't know that like JJ is like the one and only name for me. I don't know. But, yeah. But like, I don't know if there is anyone. I like nicknames. I don't know. I can be called so many things. Um, but oh, IDs are a whole other thing. I'm also afraid of changing my ID, but like I want to. Sorry, this is all not about. No, it's, there's no not about or about. It just is right, all connected. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm very, I've been like increasingly curious about just like transness and mental health issues and the connection and interplay between them and how much of that, like which you alluded to a bunch just like how much of that is connected to childhood stuff. Um, and because like, I feel like that, you know, that is where everything happens and like what, how much was done just because of like norms and standards and like, you don't really have agency or know what's going on that much or have at least have the language to express it most of the time when, when you're little. So it's, it's like all this undoing and unlearning that has to happen as you get older and, I, I think it's just like very uh, worthwhile to talk about how all of that, all of that stuff like manifests um, with transness. And right. I think there's just like so much there. Um, so I'm, I'm always like very grateful to hear about people's experiences. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah, that's a good, and I think like I, I'm excited that more, um, it's it feels early stages, but I'm excited that like it seems like it's creeping into a lot more mental health conversations in general. Oh yeah, and how, yeah, how to and just like the amount of people 
yeah and the amount of people and like therapists who are becoming like trans competent and like how important that is like just even in school i mean they could always do better but like i know that there's like just just the fact that there are conversations around that when there probably weren't five years ago you know yeah i mean there are though so in some ways if there if there's if you want to have any sort of surgery as well i mean at least for myself i had to have a uh like a therapist or a psychiatrist write my note that i was trans and i was like um can you say this and they were like okay and that like that this was the right move for me and i know you know which is wild given the like disconnect of that in my and the amount of work i've had which is you know you should, that should be a whole nother podcast. Oh my god, that that is so insane! Like, you don't have to have a note for breast augmentation. Like, what? Like, what is all of a sudden like? You know, like, what is that? I I fully don't understand that. I feel very fortunate that my situation was like not difficult for that, but I know that can be really difficult for people. Yeah. With that letter, that letter part and having it, but because it had been a part of my conversation for a while, but right, well, it's in you might. I, I mean, some people don't see anyone, and then you have to find someone to like. Uh, uh, right, so right. It's bizarre. Well, and, we are unfortunately approaching the end, JJ. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god thank you i always ask a couple questions at the end okay i'm ready <laughs> the first is was there anything that uh we didn't discuss that you wanted to talk about or think is important oh i mean i didn't have any any um specific plans i just i think um keep talking to people about it i think like take people seriously when they say they're struggling. I think that's like one of the biggest things I've learned and just in general, um, people send very clear cues that they need help. And I think like we can get very caught up in our own worlds and ignore those cues, but I think they're pretty clear a lot of the time. Um, and if someone is asking you pretty explicitly for help, there's probably a reason. So uh, let's not blow that off is what I would say. Yeah, I, I love that. That's extremely important. And do you have any words of advice, general advice, advice on something we talked about, just any, anything you want to leave people with? Um, I don't know if it's advice, but I, have a, I do have a semicolon tattoo. And I, it's part of the semicolon project, people aren't familiar, which um, I think like, it's very hard for me to always identify with, but uh, like I look at it sometimes when I need help and uh, it just means like this, the semicolon is that, means that like in this case, when it's identified with mental health, it's like a semicolon is used when an author could have finished the story or sentence, but it keeps going instead. So, um, just like keep your semicolons with you and there's, there's other people with you. That was perfect. Okay. 
Thank you so much, JJ. Uh, you're incredible. I love you. And I appreciate you coming on. Bye. Bye.